Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. The Bible opens abruptly in the book of Genesis with these words In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. We Christians should not expect to look to Genesis for a complete scientific explanation of the development of the cosmos, nor to be disturbed by physicists' criticisms of it as such. Its purpose is quite another, and far more important. It is given to us to foster the conviction that the one God created all things. Nor should we forget to whom this ancient book was addressed. It came to people ignorant of natural science and prone to fall back into the fabrications of human superstition and wild imaginings of the idolatry surrounding them. The comparison of the creation narratives in Genesis with the highest known expressions of human thinking about natural origins in existence at the time it was written has, for its most important result, the demonstration of the infinite elevation above their monstrosities and puerilities of this solemn, steadfast attribution of the creative act to the one God. So let's notice. The revelation which it provided to those who earliest received it, as well as to you and me, all these millennia later, is the truth, obscured to all other men when it was given, that one God in the beginning created the heaven and the earth. That solemn utterance is a keynote of the whole. The rest only expands it. It was a challenge to and a denial of all the beliefs of the nations, the founding principle of the nation of Israel, and the fundamental belief of which Israel was a champion and missionary. It swept the heavens and earth clear of the crowd of gods and showed the one enthroned above and operative in all things. We can scarcely grasp the gandur, the emancipating power, the all-uniting force of that utterance to those earlier generations. It's a worn commonplace to us. It was a strange, thrilling novelty when it was written at the head of this narrative. Then it was in sharp opposition to beliefs that have long been dead to us. But it is still a protest against some, some living errors. Physical science has not spoken the final word in its quest to show us how things came to be as they are. Always there remains a deeper question. What or who originated and guided the universal formulated processes? No matter how much is learned or surmised, no matter how vast and far-flung the reaches of the universe or powerful and mysterious its workings, nothing has yet been found that can gainsay the ancient declaration in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. The biblical record is as emphatic as it is unique in its teaching as to the mode of creation. God said, and it was so. Those profound words, simple enough for a child to understand, yet surpassing the grasp of the most capable mind, lift us at once above all the poor childish myths of the nations, some of them disgusting, many of them absurd, all of them unworthy. There was no other agency than the putting forth of the divine will. To Christians, the ancient phrase suggests a fullness of meaning only hinted at here. For you have learned to believe that all things were made by him whose name is the word of God. But even apart from that, the representation here is sublime. He spake 
and it was done. That is the sign manual of deity. In the creation narrative, notice not only the recurrent and it was so, which declares a perfect correspondence of the result with a divine intention, but also the recurring God saw that it was good. His ideals are always realized. He has no hindrances nor incompletions in his creative work. The very Sabbath rest with which the narrative closes sets forth not his need for repose, but his perfect accomplishment of his purpose. Genesis, properly understood, teaches matter of creation was by majestic, slow advances. You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. The world is in chaos. You're here for a purpose. What does the Bible have to say about it all? I'm Mark Taylor, host of Crosspoint podcast and radio show. And I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I navigate the complexities of faith, culture, and personal growth. Each week, I interview a different guest who is making an impact on the culture of For God's Kingdom. Whether you're seeking spiritual guidance, true information, or a fresh perspective, this podcast equips you to discern truth in today's chaotic world. When Christianity intersects with everyday life, that's where you'll find Crosspoint, sometimes discussing the issues that some churches don't want to talk about. Look up Crosspoint with Mark Taylor wherever you get your podcast produced by KNEO Radio and the Sky High Podcast Network.